conclusion of There's No Place Like Springfield. <laughs> Shipwreck was was googie as a loon. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so screwy. Well, welcome back, everybody, again to the Saturday morning beefcast. My name is Jay with Retropop Gaming. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And my ghost host for this second part of our spooktacular episode, are Eric and Lashida Whalen from. Secret Project X. Woo! We're mostly just hanging out right now because our products are still just taking uh, forever to get done. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> and enjoy uh, the ham sandwich we're about to deliver to you. I think it was a. What did they give Shipwreck? A tuna? I think it was a tuna, a tuna sandwich. sandwich a tuna. Yes. Thank, thank you for being uh, concerned with my nutritional needs. <laughs> Love that. So we're going to uh, continue <clears throat> the story of. <laughs> there's no place like Springfield. Springfield. There's no place, and not to the Springfield you're thinking of. A different Springfield. There's no place like Springfield. Part two. Uh, to uh, as far as I know, the last episode of the original GI Joe run. Mm-hmm. This. This is easily one of the most screwed up things I've ever seen. Um, we ended with shipwreck punching the crap out of his friends, whereupon they liquefied and turned into a goo monster, which then (laughs) absorbed him, drug him across the floor into a dark passageway to be continued. G.I. Joe! Now we're back, and he is still in a blob of snot. About, what, 200 gallons of what used to be his friends falling down a hole. (laughs) It's... This is how I wish to live my life, everyone. I am happy at this moment. <laughs> Very happy. <laughs> so yeah, we we got to find out what happened to shipwreck because it's just oh, it, it, such a horrifying twist that this has been taking. Um, so like I said, like uh, shipwreck was just swallowed up by the, his goo friends, and now he's he's sliding down like. Like like a ping like a, a pool no not <laughs> pinball like a pinball just like going down these chutes in this little ball of goo and swallowed up his in a sewer yeah basically he falls into um like a underground river of some kind um because this city just seems to be un, you know uh, over this huge base. 
because everything underneath is just metal walls and pipes and it's, it's and all stuff. cobra dude it's, it's all, all cobra <laughs> it's all, all cobra all the time and then and then i like how he gets shot out <laughs> of the sewer out of this manhole cover like a wad of phlegm just <laughs> right up <laughs> he gets horked out of the sewer he gets horked out of the sewer and then let go and then the his the, the glob of goo friends gi G.I. Goo. <laughs> the G.I. Goo. <laughs> just crawls back into the sewer, which we never, you know, it, to live off its life. I don't know, go back to his goo wife, I guess. I don't know. Lashina said this last night when we were re-watching this, okay? Because he, he turns over, <laughs> he looks up at the sky, completely shocked, and just starts screaming. <laughs> and she was like... That's the most appropriate reaction I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's about right. Like... <laughs> you can't do anything else and be mentally well. <laughs> he's the same person. That's why he's screaming at the top of his lungs right now. <laughs> he is just he is just completely lost it. Before he got swallowed up, he's just like, what do you want? You're still alive. Ah! <laughs> and he just finishes his scream. Just, ah! <laughs> Love it. Poor so he's, he's in his front yard. The, his, screaming. His, <laughs> screaming. Screaming. The goo people have like left him in his front yard. Mara and the daughter come out to comfort him, see what's going on. And he's just like, you know. You know, he's get nothing but me. like freak right now. He's just get away from me. <laughs> so they freak out and run into the house and call the cops or uh, they call um, call the ambulance. I think they call the doctor. Um, and at this point, you're still you're still kind of thinking, like, is he still just crazy or what? Because like they they they, they show Mara and animate her in such a way that it seems like she's, you know, really concerned for him like yeah, she's like a sympathetic character yeah, yeah like a very not like i'll go call it no not robotic or or stagnant or stale in any way she's just like oh and and the little daughter's always like what's wrong with daddy mommy what's wrong with that <laughs> you get the whole spiel so you're like you're still kind of on the fence just a you know a little bit here um so she goes in and uh, tries to use the phone. I do like that you're looking at the phone cord and it's like, there's like a big chunk of it missing. Like I forgot to <laughs> draw little parts of it. It's like, hmm. <laughs> yep. he, he, here's the moment that I like is they gave you it, it madness. And then there's this sympathetic moment where you're like, oh my God, poor, poor shipwreck. And, oh, he, he shouldn't be snapping at them. Oh, the women folk are trying to help. Oh, it's a, yeah. and then the bird flies off. And and I realize that this isn't Polly. I realize this isn't Polly, but this is like my favorite with Polly. Polly flies off and you're like, where's Polly going? And lands on a, a medical skeleton in the doctor's office. Starts saying really scary things to the doctor. The doctor looks at the parrot, starts having a conversation the bird flies off. The bird then goes into the car wash, down <laughs> into the cobra base, and you're like, "What? What is happening?" Lands on a desk, and Cobra Commander turns around, <laughs> and Polly is a is a Cobra double agent. And at this moment, I'm like, 
<laughs> Polly, dude. Polly's changed size. <laughs> Polly, Polly knows where the crackers are, man. <laughs> I mean, come on, like right before he did that shipwreck, like almost, like tried to punch him. Come on, like, get out of here, Polly. stupid bird. <laughs> and, and yes, at this point in time, Polly is delivering the information that. Basically, Shipwreck is having a psychotic break, and they are really, really, they've weakened him at this point, and maybe mm-hmm. we can finally get past his mental defenses. Yeah. So it goes back, and there's the doctors and the nurses all taking care of Shipwreck and stuff, and Cobra's like, good, perfect, soon we shall have our formula, you know, the whole mm-hmm. nine yards of madness. And they're going back to the whole bit where you're going like, well, there's the loving wife and the doctor taking care of him, yeah. you know, and yada, yada. And you're just going like, you're starting to get an idea that shipwreck isn't crazy, but right. you're still not fully sure exactly what's happening. You're, you're getting a good idea. And what I love yeah. is after this whole kind of, again, a sympathetic scene with the doctor and the wife, the doctor turns around and in Cobra Commander's office, he gives up. We're okay, boss. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I was like, oh. we're okay, boss. And Cobra yeah, Commander yeah. like, good, we're exactly where we need to be. And mm-hmm. I just love the fact of Doc, which is, by the way, if you don't know G.I. Joe well, Doc is a old G.I. Joe character. Mm-hmm. Well-loved, very trusted, and have Doc turn around and be like, we're okay, boss. It's like, <laughs> whoa. whoa. Whoops. Because yeah. like, we've seen like, some goo people but you know you know is everybody a goo person is it just in shipwreck's head so we're still not sure yeah. exactly who's real who's not um yeah i, I do love this next part because they he, they take him back to the hospital because i think he says you know i need to go back to the hospital and um they're wheeling him on another uh gurney and i just love this shot it's it's just a yeah. shot of like a like a like a half round mirror like you would see like in a corner or yeah. something so you can see all areas mm-hmm. and you just see like this you know this really nice shot of them wheeling him in but through um the reflection of this you know rounded mirror and i don't know if it what movie it's from but it reminded me of a shot from i don't know if it was like jacob's ladder or something oh. along those lines but i think it's a callback to some kind of psychological horror movie that just it just sparked something in my head because I'm like because I know I've seen that shot somewhere else. Yeah, because um, this does not but, act like GI Joe. This this n- is no. this is kind of new to GI Joe. Well, to, yeah. To uh, kind of answer that, this entire uh, ep- uh-huh. well, these two episodes actually, this entire mini mini thing here is actually based off of the old uh, show called The Prisoner. Have you ever watched oh. The Prisoner? Yeah, and no. it's, and basically okay. what the prisoner is is it's a good. a guy is literally dumped onto an island, and the people are trying to get secrets out of his head, and so they're trying to break him down mentally so that yeah. he can release these secrets to him. Oh, it's it's, yeah. it's legitimately a government owned island that they send all of their embassy and spies to when they retire them. Mm-hmm. to make sure that they don't have any secrets that they're not supposed to have. So oh. it's a whole series about the super spy, basically a James Bond type, yeah, who is being psychologically attacked every episode as they're continually trying to break him down. In the notes of this, apparently this two episodes was an, was an, uh, an uh, homage to The Prisoner. And The Prisoner, oh. by the way, is just as trippy and messed up as this. Oh. 
Okay. I mean, even even hmm. the the address where Shipwreck lives, the uh, Six Village Lane or so, is his is, address. Yeah. Is yeah. the prisoner's address. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, I had so, no idea. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of so a lot of the stuff we're seeing here is kind of an homage to the prisoner okay. itself. So oh, right on. And so that might be a scene from there, also with the fisheye mirror and all that oh, stuff. Oh, I'm I'm certain it is. Yeah. I, I still have got to get through all of that show, but this is very much like The Prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. <laughs> and now I know. And knowing is half the battle, that's right. The other half is uh. red lasers, blue lasers. <laughs> <laughs> so Shipwreck is back, um, back in the hospital. And he, again, like, we don't know, like, is he cuckoo for cocoa puffs is he not cuckoo for cocoa puffs we're not we're not quite sure so they they take him into um the interrogation room (laughs) this is so great and it's another like big like command center area and it's pretty much the same slab that he's been like quote unquote dreaming that he's been on um the past couple times the doctor puts him on there and um this room is going to mess with his head even more to try to extract uh, the information that they need. So he's getting it ready, but for some weird reason, I don't know why this, this is just such a weird, I don't know why they did this way, but um, so yeah, it's just, it doesn't like, it doesn't like plot wise. It just didn't really make sense unless, unless you guys can explain it, but Tamat and, and uh, Zaymat, stop the doctor from the procedure it's like no no no. we've got this um what crimson cadet yeah. uh what is her name uh maddie or yeah it's it's uh, the nurse it but but it's it's the nurse from when he first woke up <laughs> she's got the short blonde hair it's this it's the same person so it's like <gasps> and you know things are starting to make a little more sense now so you're like okay, okay. all right okay. now i can feel i think i i feel as if i can slightly fill you in as to why this might make more sense mm-hmm. if you watch all of gi joe no one in cobra likes each other and they're constantly constantly trying to get a foot up on each other oh these okay. two especially so the fact that these two would walk in and be like we're kind of taking over this. We're doing this. And yeah. um, if I recall correctly, what she's part of is kind of what they own. So they kind of want to. So as a kid, I even read it as they're just trying to get a foot up on the other members of Cobra. And they didn't even oh, have to okay. say it at this point. So they were oh, like, yeah, we want one of our people in there, you know, and we're going right. to get all the, you know, and like if Destro was there, they would have been like, screw you, Destro. We we want this one. Oh, okay. okay. So there, it's it's kind of just in okay. the character of Cobra that they would do that. Now, yeah. can I say that that was the intent of the story? No, but as somebody mm. who grew up with G.I. Joe, that's that's what it feels it, like to me. From what you're saying, if it, it fits, it definitely fits. Good. What I what I thought at first was because when she walked in, I didn't make the connection to the nurse yeah. originally. Because uh, when she walked in, she seemed a little hesitant because they're like, start the procedure. And she's like, you know, she takes a deep breath. She's like, ah, uh, like she wasn't quite sure. And she goes over to Shipwreck and starts talking to him, um, saying some weird stuff. And there's all these lights and stuff going on, trying to get him to remember what he needs. And she... Um, I thought she was somebody from Joe that had like infiltrated 
um, this base and was going to try to help him escape. But we find out pretty quick that that's not the case. Because <laughs> she this, just goes baloney. This scene is nuts. I mean, this, by the way, is the kind of thing you see in The Prisoner. This oh, really? is the kind of thing you see on that show. There was stuff like this on that show. Oh, so wow. she turns the machine on with her special sci-fi goggles, which, by the way, now she looks mm. hot and scary. Super hot. It's like disco psychological horror lights going on everywhere. And, you know, and this is where the who knows what this machine does, but it's just totally like um, a rave in there. Yeah. It actually looks kind of great. I just want to see like hot Cobra nurses dancing into the background. You know, it's like it's completely nutty. Oh, it's definitely got a 70s vibe, but it's, it also remi- it slightly reminds me of that scene in the Rankin Bass um, uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. <laughs> where the girl in the village starts singing that random song and it's all yeah. 70s and trippy with the lights and the scenery and no, crazy stuff cool. going on. That's what it, like <laughs> my brain went back to for some odd reason. That's a really weird cut. Not a deep cut, but a weird cut. There's <laughs> always tomorrow, I think, is the song. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. That's it. Yep. Now, yep. what I like about the beginning of this interrogation is this shot. It is, it is Shipwreck's head eyes closed, basically, I believe, unconscious, and you see her mouth slide in and she's talking into the side of his head. Mm -hmm. Little kids shows don't normally act like this. This was clearly in the script where they're going like, dude, this is like a totally uncomfortable, weird interrogation scene. Mm -hmm. And I mean, this is so good. This is so messed up. And she's just going like, so she's she's asking him questions and trying to get what's, you know, do you remember this and that? And you, re- you remember, you're like, you're, you're blah, 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 and yada, yada. And his eyes open up and the blinking lights and it's going through, which is actually nice because you don't see most of this in the show. It's yeah, like, here, here you are as a kid, and here's where you come from, and you're like, oh, and then you tried to, you, you entered the service when you were 16 and lied about your age, is a, and and actually talked about him fighting pirates. So you're getting like backstory, yeah. like legitimate backstory up until finally they show him when they first meet him when he first shows up in GI Joe, like. Mm-hmm. Whoever wrote this legitimately was going like, no, we're, we're, we got to write something more than a toy commercial here. <laughs> yeah. And everybody, and, and I've seen this online, they're like, G.I. Joe was just a toy commercial, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yes, of course. Mm-hmm. It yeah. You're not going to hear me say otherwise, but to say that they never tried to make it more than that is bull because there's these moments like this one mm-hmm. where you're going like, dude, they didn't need to do any of that to sell me a toy. No. You know, and, and so it's like they're doing this whole like psychological buildup and you're going like, oh, she's getting into his head. And then you remember being on the island and the old crazy guy that was drawn in terrible ways, you know, <laughs> and, you know, and then do, do you remember the guy? And, and, and so she's finally breaking into it. Mm-hmm. And what I love is they finally break them and get not what they want. No. He's like. Yeah, he locked it into my head, and the only person that knows the password died that day. And Cobra goes, 
oh god, we killed the only person in the story. Yeah. Trying to get it out of his head. Yeah. And now, now Cobra's going like, turn it up. Of course, the good guys would come up with like a, a like this way of protecting the password or the the, the ingredient, yada yada. And you go like, the good right. guys are smart. Yep. <laughs> smart. The villains are going like, we should have known they would have been smart enough to do that, dude. Mm-hmm. She, they keep turning it up on him more and more, and it gets even more weirder and trippy. Oh, wait, that's, 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 that's right. That, oh, I'm sorry. I, I skipped ahead just yeah, a little bit. Did. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, they do the whole, it's turn it up to 100%. I'm sorry. Oh, they yeah. say, because it's the scenes that they go through as, as they're turning it up gets more mm-hmm. and more trippy. Yeah. And you, you, you like the laser beams and all the. The uh, the Kirby dots start going even more freaky and stuff like that, and and uh, she's like, she she's like pushing him more and more, and he just keeps going. I don't know, like I really don't know that. That's what you're saying, like yeah. I, I, it's in, it's it's not there, and mm-hmm. she's like grabbing him by the face. Tell me, dang it! <laughs> what, what I love is 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 the synthoid behind uh, um, the twins is going like, dude, you turn that up to a, a hundred. You may damage him and her. This is dangerous, and they're like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> so, like, oh. well, they well they say, "Oh, the synthoid is is developing, or uh, the do- he says humanity. The, yeah. the doctor is developing thoughts of his own. What should we do?" And then they just zap him into a puddle, yeah. and then you find out that the doctor was not really a doctor. <laughs> well, this is what I'm saying is the whole thing we're going like the chemical monster thing. Yeah, was more human than they were. Like yep. even if a villain was going like, hold it, guys! Like I'm all up on the evil thing. Time, this is, time. You might damage him. Mm-hmm. You, you, she's one of ours. You might hurt her. And the, right. and the, the twins are like, whatever. Like they don't care. <laughs> Deuces, bitch! And then they're just like, turn it up. <laughs> so like, like turn they, it they up t- to a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> they they tell her to turn it up, and and she she does. And I don't know why her glasses came off at some point, but the, now there's like ghosts of like his parrot and like the cobra people, like heads like flying around. Oh, it's a total and just horror doing show. And she's she's still yelling at him. Tell us formula. And he's like, I don't know, bitch. And then like commercial. just cuts right there. And then it comes back commercial, and her glasses are off. And she's mm. on the floor, not exactly like a feral animal, but close enough. Yeah. And then she, might she, as well be. <laughs> she just and then she charges, I love this, lands like Batman on the table and mm. straddles him screaming into his face. <laughs> <laughs> What code word? Tell me. Tell me the code word. Tell me. I don't know. Which then yes. the next scene they cut and she, her legs are on the side of him because they don't want to imply anything. Right, right. <laughs> of course. Cowards. Cowards. <laughs> but then they show her again at one another point and she's, and she's him clearly again. straddling him. Yeah. 
screaming into his face as well, ghost yeah. heads are flying well, around. Well, Colbert so ghost good. brains are like, yeah, are just like <laughs> phantom <laughs> weird. Oh. Like, wow, this is this was trippy, man. <laughs> this is really nuts. This is, when, when people like roll their eyes at GI Joe, and I'm not saying that there isn't stuff in it to roll your eyes at. I'm, I'm not like one of those super fans that doesn't see the problems with the show. Right. But when GI Joe is good, there's very little else like it. And you hit right. these moments. Like I'm a JoJo's Bizarre Adventures fan. I love weird. I yeah. love really strange, crazy stuff. And I think I got that from GI Joe because <laughs> there's these moments like this where you're like, "What is happening? Like this is this is, you don't need to do this to sell toys. This is no. some crazy person." <laughs> On the on on the crew was like, dude, have screaming phantom heads flying around, <laughs> what, yeah. while a hot blonde chick screams into his face. I mean, it's... while straddling his. Oh my gosh! Today's episode, the wire, the, the writer's poorly disguised fish. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's like all of his nightmares floating in phantoms around. It was like cobras and you know the flag exploding and sinking and then there's like his parrot led demon parrot like <laughs> just flying around screaming i mean this is just this is beautiful man this it's it's, so it's awesome <laughs> and the, yeah the, the parrot explodes into like a a ball of beaming light which then completely like freaking makes the chick go nuts oh yeah she <laughs> loses it like like mm -hmm. total psychotic break Falls over unconscious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so she's grabbing her head and like throwing her head back and just, ah, just freaking out, man. And, and par <laughs> pardon me for going a little uh, uh, blue on on this one, but the her screaming, tossing her head back, falling, and then shipwreck at the same time. I'm just like somebody really enjoyed animating both of those scenes. Now <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's what I saw. I, I, think like, it's a <laughs> I think it's a fire star moment, you, you know, and Spider-Man is amazing friends where you go, they were having a little too much fun drawing fire star here. You have those moments where you're like, they didn't quite need to go that far. And that's, that's what I think that was, is there was an animator working late one night and just goes like, Let's toss that hair a little bit more. <laughs> Hurt those lips, you know. <laughs> working late, haven't seen my wife in five days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so that that that's that was just crazy, and so I don't know how to go on from that. It's just so crazy, but. So she, she falls. Yeah. Tama and 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 Xanax or whatever his name is <laughs> comes Call come in Zayma. and like help Zayma, uh, help her up. And then there's a big screen in the back. And then Cobra Commander shows up. And um, wait a minute, I just saw another freaky flub. So Cobra Commander has two faces, right? He's got his silver mask. Yep. And then he's got his hood. little blue hood. <laughs> There's just a part here where he's sitting down at his desk talking to talking to uh, Tamet and uh, Tomax and, and Tempax or whatever. <laughs> and he's got his hood. A nerd. <laughs> he's got he's got the, the the blue hood on, and then as soon as he gets up to walk away, it goes back to the middle face. 
<laughs> so I don't know. That was kind of weird. Whoopsie. But they, they 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 can't figure out how to do it. They they realize that okay, they they kind of they kind of screwed up. Um, they need this code word uh, for yep. shipwreck to be able to unlock um, the the formula. But in their story that they've given him, Lady J is dead. So what do we do? So so the twins decide they're gonna they're gonna put shipwreck back in a hospital bed with with the little hypnotizing light and they're just gonna feed him the entire webster's dictionary (laughs) (laughs) it's It's actually a decent enough plan if you don't actually have the password (laughs) what are we gonna do in the meantime i don't know just feed him the dictionary (laughs) all right i'm gonna try and crack this code one 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 crap one 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 two crap one 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 three crap The combination is one, two, three, four, five. Huh, that's that's ridiculous. Fun. I've got the same combination on my luggage. <laughs> oh my gosh. And a password an, an idiot uses to put on their luggage. On a sailor. <laughs> so this isn't working, obviously. And um, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> credit it's better than nothing but it's a good like well we have to hold him for a while until we figure out something because uh the baroness um they kind of cut to her for uh, a hot minute uh, a hot minute um they cut to her for a hot minute and she's out flying around with her squad and there's like troopers like on the beach and stuff they're still trying to find the scientist crazy crazy science because we still don't know what the heck happened to him Mm -hmm. um so they're out there trying to find him while they're feeding the dictionary to shipwreck. He eventually wakes up from his uh, sedative and goes into the bathroom to wash his face. And he washes the gray out of his hair in his beard. And he's like, wait, my hair, it's, 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 it's black. And I'm like, I'm looking, I'm looking at this cartoon. I'm like, what? I'm like, no, it's brown. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he got that from. Dude, let's, let's think about this very carefully. <laughs> Cobra had an entire island with a secret base under it, mm-hmm. protected by a completely normal village where yeah. they were creating an end of the world level weapon mm. in which they had synthetic creatures that could take anyone's place. Mm-hmm. They were so set up that the moment they had this situation, they went, Let's just convince them it's six years later and get the password. And they yeah. have all this stuff. And one guy went, let's use the water-soluble hair dye. <laughs> yeah. They never thought the man would shower. <laughs> and on top of that, they did not realize that the guy, This is, this is my thoughts on that. They thought that maybe he would be so traumatized from all of his stuff because he was a Navy guy that he would not want to be around water for a little while. <laughs> After drowning. <laughs> they, just, they just have, they just have a, 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 a USS flag painting next to the shower. Ah, it's the flag. It went under. Ah, and then, away. then runs away from the shower. <laughs> No, this, well, this is one of those things where it's like the scene works so well in the show, but just don't yeah. think about it. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> he just splashed water on his face and all the gray just ran out of his beard. And you're like, okay, now I got I to gotta ask a question. 
was this episode before or after that the infamous commercials of gonna wash that gray right out of my hair like 80s commercial with the hair that was that- i don't know <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, is that before or after? Because I'm pretty sure if it was after, that commercial was probably being sang as this scene was being written. (laughs) Or maybe. I don't know. That's a really good question. Or maybe if it was before, uh, maybe that's where the commercial got their jingle from. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) I will find out. And if I find it, I'm going to put it in right here. My gray hair makes me feel so old. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wash that gray right out of my hair. I'm going to wash that gray right out of my hair. Loving Care Color Lotion from Clairol washes away your gray and washes in your own natural color. Loving Care is different. It's gentle. It has no peroxide or ammonia. So I wash that gray right out of my hair. Oh, yes, I wash that gray right out of my hair. Wash that gray right out of your hair with Clairol Loving Care. But it seems like it was an afterthought. Like, oh crap, we're we're telling him it's six years later. Like he's still just got you know normal beard. But like six years, would that like? Because I mean, I've been going slightly gray since I was like twenty five, and I'm still not like gray. You know, I've got a little peppery in there. So like six years seems like a yeah. I don't but know. Like, like you, for example, you're getting pepper on the side. But yeah. most of your beard is still dark. Most of my beard is white, and I've got almost no gray up top. Yeah, and and I think we both work fairly stressful jobs. <laughs> I, I can I can say yes, it's possible because there are some people. Uh, extreme stress and trauma can cause the hair okay. to go white. Hmm. Okay. Yes. So in his in his aspect, if something that traumatic happened to him, and he's been in a coma for six years. His mm. body could be reacting and and turning him slightly gray to white. So yes, it is possible. Uh, and well, I, he I, he wasn't in a coma for six years, was he? Because he fell off the ladder and hit his head, but he wasn't. Six years later, it was six years later. Then he fell off the ladder, got a coma, had been like a day or yeah. Two. It's just it's just that that much time has had had passed. So yeah. however, may go, okay. yes, okay. It, it is possible to 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 turn. <laughs> I, I do. Okay. However, we do have to put ourselves into the context of who this was intended to be watched, you know, yes. being watched by. Mm. As a kid, I never thought about it. Right. No. And, and, it, and, and when they did him with the gray hair and then it came out, I, if I recall correctly, I was like, Oh, like, you know, I just, <laughs> it's us now going like, wait a minute, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. So I think this is completely fine to be honest. Cause like as, as it, it hit me just right as a kid. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So at this point, Shipwreck is pretty much figuring out what's going on. Nothing seems to be quite real. Um, he does go back into bed. And, uh, a different nurse, not hot blonde nurse, a different nurse comes in to give him some milk. But and he's just like, a hot mm. nurse nonetheless. Still, still, still hot nurse. Still hot nurse. Yeah. But I just, this part just got me a little bit because I'm like, this is crazy, I, isn't it? I, I can't believe they animated this. Let alone, like, the censors didn't say anything. It, it aired. I don't know how many times it aired, but it aired. He So, he's like, okay, I've eaten a sandwich and passed out. I've drank coffee and passed out. You're trying to give me milk. <laughs> he grabs the nurse in yep. a backwards chokehold, takes the glass of milk, and is forcing Force. it down her throat. <laughs> Holy crap! The I was writer, like, what? Now, in the context of this story, <laughs> this makes complete sense. Yes. He's yeah. out of line. This works. But the fact yeah. that it was on a kid's show. 
Yeah. That's that's where I'm coming from. Like, if something like this, and, and I've seen stuff like this on, like, we'll use JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Something like mm. this has happened on JoJo's Bizarre Adventures where somebody is just grabbed and forcibly something, and it's disturbing. Yeah. Blood, everything else out the door doesn't matter. The act of it is disturbing. Yeah. And this has all the same punch. I was watching it last night going like, wow, because it wasn't quick. The Polly comes in, ah, what you doing? Yada, yada. And he's still just like, drink the milk, yeah. drink the milk. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't just like a quick second of him doing that. I mean, they like, they yeah. St- yeah. stayed on that for a bit. I mean, he's like struggling with her and she's like, ah, let me go. And, and, and you're drinking this milk. And then, That's 2% now. And then another Polly comes in through the window. <laughs> and he's still forcing milk down her throat. Yeah. Even the animation has changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and and suddenly the new Polly rams into the the Polly that was there before. Previous Polly. Previous Polly. Previous Polly. Knocks that Polly down. And with a little Polly laser beam. <laughs> That's the old Polly. And Polly was an imposter. I think we kind of saw this coming. <laughs> yeah. I just like, he's, he's just holding like a little GoPro. And it just shoots like a little GoPro, yeah. at the other Polly. <laughs> and I, I had to laugh because they do, the, they do the pan down shot of, of previous Polly getting electro uh, demagnetized, whatever. Hmm. And just, they do the pan down shot of the bird and then showing Melting. his... Yeah, showing his claws and he's paused, and all of a sudden the bird just melts. They don't show the bird's face. I'm like, wait, why the world are we like not showing the bird's face? But everyone else that we, the gruesome, like, of everyone else. <laughs> Roadblocks, eyeballs falling out. <laughs> but nah, it's we can't the show bird the bird. That's just like, okay, we can't show the bird. <laughs> well, to <laughs> be fair, though, the bird hits the ground in a splash, and in the background, there's shipwreck still manhandling the nurse, going like, <laughs> yeah. what? And then the very next shot, he just goes like, no, no, you're drinking this milk. And he's yeah. forcing milk down her throat. And I'm yeah. going like, and, and then she kind of says something. And then, boom, he just drops her on the bed because she loses consciousness because the yep. milk was drugged. Yep, she's out. Yep. Yeah. It is her heart. Her nose disappears it for a second. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. This <laughs> is gone. The effect of the milk. <laughs> he's like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> so, so he figures out what they were trying to do with the words. He figures out, okay, something fishy is going on here. They're trying to get this password out of my head. And him and the, and the real Polly, you know, bust out, they head down uh, an aisle and he's like, wait a minute. If these people aren't real, are you really real? And he, he just, he just <laughs> grabs Polly. Just, he's just grabbing. He's like, choking the bird. It's not a euphemism. I mean, he literally starts choking the bird. He just starts choking his bird. Another animation mistake. They show the nurse really quick and she's blonde. Oh, did they really? Oh, nice. Of course. It's a side effect of the milk. It's a side effect of the milk. No nose and it turns turns her blonde. What the heck? Yeah. As you do. It happens. Um, So... He's like, how do I know you're the real Polly? And Polly's like, remember that time in, I don't know, some city or something like that? And he's like, oh, okay, okay, all right, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're the real Polly. 
I almost wanted a, remember the, the gay bar in Syracuse kind of a moment? Like, I'm totally not making fun of that. Like, I totally want something where they kind of revealed a little bit more about him than, than you knew about him. But I don't care what it would have been. Just, I would have wanted some, him to take it just a little further so you could go like, what did Polly mean by that? You know? Honestly, what he said to me, that was more than enough. I'm like, oh, Dude, dude's got he got up to some shenanigans. <laughs> Remember that time you walked in on? Pushed it just a little further. Remember that time you walked in on on Deep Six in the shower? <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Quiet, you bird! <laughs> Stupid bird! <laughs> Stupid bird! <laughs> Shows why <Yeah>. seven. <laughs> Probably so they, not seven. <laughs> so they're they're trying to escape and they're running through, and um, they run into some some scientific rooms where they are creating the synthoids. We see, uh, I think it's Zartan. I think that's his I name. Zartan. Uh, Zartan. He's talking to like some of their other minions, talking about you know the the, the plastic putty or whatever they use to create these guys. And we see these giant tubes, and they're making more GI Joe people bum fights with okay the, with the and then a side note i love the little kid, bum fights yeah as a kid i wanted that table with those guys that would have been so great i i want i want a thug fight blob guys on a table that everyone <laughs> says a party to show up and just start like just beating the tar out of each other with like yeah. little plastic uh, fudgy looking guys oh god i love there's just this little table with these like as simplistic as you can think like little humanoid yeah, figures like great battling each other <laughs> fights <laughs> so they're running out and they they run uh, i just love that they run through again totally unnecessary but so fun they run through another lab and there's a scientist mixing some chemicals and shipwreck kind of bumps into him and he spills all this stuff on his hair and it just burns all of his hair off so random and <laughs> I honestly, I think somebody, uh, when they were working on it, went, we need something to be funny here. Because there has been very little humor. I mean, you could say things that were kind yeah. of humor-ish, yeah. but not really humor, not really funny. A lot of this yeah. has really been like yeah, psychological horror for children. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it has been really straight. I mean, there have been like, other than some of shipwrecks little quips like kind of towards the beginning yeah, that's what I mean. there's there's really no other because he is freaking out he has lost his marbles he didn't even remember having marbles at this point you know he's just doesn't know what the heck is has been going on i mean he's figuring it out now but yeah it's it's been pretty pretty straight uh since then so like let's just put just just a little something in there for the kids please that's kind of <laughs> what i'm thinking that was yeah yeah that could definitely be a now at this point they run into a bathroom and this seems like it would be like a fishy scene but it doesn't end up being a fishy scene because they run into uh, another lab room and there's nobody in there there's a book open to like most of the formula and some other chemicals laying around and he's like oh they're trying to recreate this formula and then polly just happens to spew out the code words that he needed Polly was there when the old man told Lady J. Lady J. If you if you look mm -hmm. at the scene when he's whispering it to her, she's, Polly's actually on Lady J's shoulder. He's actually leaning forward with his wing up to his like to his ear, like he's listening in. 
I, I kind of figured. I didn't see that when I was rewatching it while we were chatting, but I kind of figured he had to have been there because, I mean, yeah, what parents do? Mind. They repeat what they hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. actually caught that. Yeah, yeah he's literally oh. sitting on her shoulder, and when they're both leaning in, Polly literally leans in and goes with his wing, does this. It's so weird. Because <laughs> that was an hour ago, and yes. they never, they didn't address it, like, at all. <laughs> like, how did you know the word? I was sitting on your shoulder. <laughs> I'm I'm actually impressed that they did that. Yeah. Because, because most shows involving kids, actually these days, including adults, the people making the show just think the audience is so stupid that they hmm. don't understand anything that's happening. And they are continually having to re-explain the plot over and yeah. over again. Yeah. And what I liked about this was they treated you like an adult. They're like, you right. caught it or you didn't. Yeah, and then and they didn't have this. Why you see? And then and and then shipwreck goes. Oh, you crazy bird! Yeah, and then they do, <laughs> do like a song and dance about you shouldn't be listening to what other people are talking about. But it's I'm okay Popeye the Sailor Man, <laughs> nuclear powered ocean. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I, I actually thought that was really cool. They're like, no, no, the bird heard. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that and that makes that made sense. Like I kind of put two and two together um but again they didn't explain which i think was great but like why did why did polly do that so at this point like because like if i had you know forgotten that part at the beginning even if i didn't know that he knew the password why would he give him the formula to make the stuff right here because i mean he's trapped in cobra base and he's gonna make the formula right here and then they could just bust in and grab it so i was still under the impression I think when I watch this as a kid, um, that, you know, maybe this is another fake Polly that is just kind of, you know, you know, trying to get the formula out of him because, but no, because that wouldn't make sense because the fake Polly wouldn't know the, the password. password. See, my, my, huh. my thought on it was, is basically yeah. he was talking about the formula and this and that, and Polly's kind of a simple character and then goes, oh, this password? Mm. And I think that's I think that's basically all it was. Yeah, because I know that he needed to figure out a way to like escape and fight off the other people. And he's like, "Well, I could make some explosive water right here, I guess, if I knew the password." Oh, here you go. <laughs> I think that's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's he goes over and shipwreck just starts spewing the formula out of his mouth. And, and the no. thing that he needed was right there on the shelf in front of his face. And, and this is where you have to question the intelligence of Cobra. They had part of the formula, mm -hmm. and they had a, probably the dude's lab and all the chemicals that he had. They just didn't try to make variations of the formula until they <laughs> right. Somebody could have figured it out. I mean, if you got time to spew an entire dictionary at somebody, you got time to figure out a few extra chemicals inside of a formula, you'd think. I, but I just love the fake the fake element, thulium. <laughs> thulium isotope 385. And what I love is, I believe isotopes are radioactive. Yeah. And I think that's a plastic ink dripper bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So he just grabs the bottle and just goes, Thulium isotope, blah, blah, blah. And then he puts a because he so he puts a droplet in and it bubbles and he's all like, I'm Mr. Wizard. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And what I love is, is that he kind of picks up the 
the, the container full of bubbling red death liquid and just kind of goes, now what do I do? <laughs> at all. Like, I don't know what to do with this jello here. <laughs> and then camera turns all of Cobra. <laughs> so great. So great. Everybody's there. It's the whole family, man. It's so great. Destro's there. Cobra Commander. Um, Destro. Um, yeah, Zoltar, or whatever his name is. Zartan. Yeah, <laughs> Zoltar. Zoltar. Yeah. That, that's that, that's yeah, the fortune telling machine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is Space Ghost. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. And then there's like there's like a couple other random like uh, thug guys in the background. One of them looks like uh, 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 Kenny Rogers a little bit. <laughs> that's that's Torch. Yeah, Torch. Torch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's our <laughs> so great i just love seeing little side characters like that it's so great and um and so he just so there's a sink and he just pours the formula down the sink now can i mention something hmm. the water system of this base is hooked up to the ocean yeah <laughs> so the fact that he knew he had a chemical that turned water into high explosive and then just poured it down the sink i'm going like Okay. And as a kid, I went, is that a good idea, dude? <laughs> He's desperate at this point. <laughs> and then what I really love is they pour it down and then he lights a match mm-hmm. trying to light the water. <laughs> and like all of Cobra's like, you idiot. <laughs> Oh no! no they, Destro- they're, they're like, wait a minute. Let, let's let's see what he's gonna do. <laughs> yep. Destro's like, you. It needs a an explosive reaction to ignite the the chemical in the water. It's like that that match won't do anything. He's like, you're bluffing. And he's like, we'll see. And he drops the match. And I just love that. Besides Destro, everybody scatters. <laughs> Destro took a small, cautious step back, but was like, probably not. And everyone else was like, oh, she's it. She's <laughs> it. <laughs> We're out of here. Fool, the mixture can only be ignited by a trigger explosion. That match will do nothing. You're bluffing. Am I? Yeah, I think you are. Okay, I guess you weren't bluffing. That's so good. And then, of course, the beautiful part afterwards is nothing happened. So what do you do? You shoot him. You do exactly. (laughs) To be fair, those were the dreadnoughts. And that's literally what they do. Yes. They literally are dumb enough to just shoot anything. <laughs> that's so great. And like all the smart people in the room went, oh, right as they pulled the trigger. And they, um, they almost hit him. They did. <laughs> you almost yelled Scott. Yeah. Then, then we have the uh, the Pokemon um, uh, Caesar flashes. Oh yeah, because the town <laughs> starts exploding. <laughs> you know, telling you, telling you to buy the flagship. Because then, then what's the next scene? The flagship. Yep. Yep. <laughs> buy the flagship. Yep. Buy the flagship. And then there it is, <laughs> getting it in your head. Oh, yeah, it's, it's gonna. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's bright. So we're back on the. We see like the town above uh, the uh, underground lab where they're at. Just like everything's exploding. It's so great. Just, <laughs> Every building, every house, everything's on fire, chaos. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you pan over and there's the flag. And in the distance, there's an island with an exploding town. And mm-hmm. everyone's fine. And they're like, 
well, I think I know where the plot's going. <laughs> taking off. Let's just, just follow the explosions. I'm certain we're needed over there. <laughs> so we see the flagship and yeah, we see, uh, we see the Joes on there and we see that um, somehow uh, I must, I don't know if I missed it. I don't know if they said it or not, but the scientist um, happens to be on the flag as well. So they did find him or he was able to, you know, somehow uh, make it to safety and, they do have uh, they do have him safe on the on the ship, so that's that's good, I guess. Crazy old man. Now <laughs> comes up, and unfortunately, in the modern day, and I don't know if you remember this or not, we no longer have the original version of this upcoming scene. What oh. is on here is edited after the fact. Oh. Both of us remembered what happened originally when we watched it. Lashita looked it up to make sure that we weren't high that we weren't just okay. remembering yeah, stuff a, she looked it, was, it up and it in fact it was edited <laughs> after the fact mm-hmm. okay so shipwreck's gonna go get his wife and daughter right because he's a hero that's what he does comes running down the street there's his house on fire so far right. the scene is completely correct right steps in buildings on fire runs into the house gets into yeah. the back the camera pans there is his <laughs> wife and his daughter, his <laughs> wife is aiming a machine gun at him, and his yes. daughter has a rocket launcher. <laughs> yes. His daughter has a rocket launcher. <laughs> so far, the scene is not is not been edited yet. Okay. He's like, the fuck? You know, basically, he's like, what is going on? Now, this is, now, uh, uh, his wife raises a machine gun at him. At him and then that is where the cut Actually, happens. no, the, the edit was even before then because when, when he runs in, she actually addresses him first. And she yeah. actually says something along the lines of, of like, I knew you'd find out or something like that. He's just like, Mara, didn't, don't you right. love me? Mara, in the living room, Hector! Hi, Daddy! Yes, darling, welcome home to stay. Why? I, I mean... I, I thought you loved me. Mara, don't! Ah, end of the line, synthoid suckers! Ah, ah. Synthoids. He's like, what? Yeah. Didn't you love me? And the daughter, I can't remember what she said, but she says something to him also. Really awful. Yeah, and yeah. she actually is about to fire the rocket Threatens launcher. him with a missile launcher. Yeah, and then we cut to the edit part where uh, Polly actually zaps her with the, with the, the GoPro and actually hits the kid, and the kid melts first because she's about to shoot the rocket launcher at him. So they removed the whole little girl being a horrible little monster, psychologically destroying him, aiming a rocket launcher at him, a little girl about to murder this dude with a rocket launcher, and then Polly zapping a little girl and turning her into sludge. They wow. in the original yeah. version. That's insane. Cause like I'm I'm watching through it right now and we do see her for a brief second with the rocket launcher. Um, and then we see Mara like picking up the gun to like shoot him, and then we see Polly with the GoPro. And then as the next in the next frame, the the little the daughter is already melted. That, that's because yeah. that is the that is the shot where then the wife is then hit. Yeah. Oh wow. Huh. <laughs> yeah, Wild. so that was originally in there. There there was that's why I love this stuff. I just wish they would. I'm sick of people protecting people from stuff. Stop right. editing things. Just show it the way it originally was and explain to people 
whatever you need to explain to yeah. her. Yeah, I mean, she's not. It wasn't a real person. It's not like they killed her, you know. Yeah, but. the thing is that when, yeah, it was edited for like because the original when it first aired aired like that, and then the <laughs> you have a you have a, a cherry picker behind you that we're both like staring like slowly. I just moving. saw something <laughs> ominous and slow coming out from behind your head. <laughs> It was like a gunship or something. I just, I was, I was, I was expecting like, like just like a machine gun or something on a helicopter. It was really crazy. That's great. For, for the for the audience out there, um, I live on the third floor of an apartment building, and we have very large windows. And today happens to be window cleaning day. So there is a giant, uh, yes, a giant cherry picker outside my window, and they are getting ready to wash my window and um i bet that was quite a view for you guys to and, see and, that and behind all me. i saw was you talking and something dude go back and watch it later this, this really slow thing just slide out from behind your head and i was going like what in the hell is that oh like, that's great we're on the wrong we're on the wrong gi joe episode the viper he wants to vipe your window <laughs> he's the viper <laughs> But anyways, they edited that, that out. Yeah, the, what I was saying is that they, uh, the original, when this originally aired, it was aired in full. But then after each uh, um, subsequent airing and the, when they put on the DVDs and all that stuff, then they cut, they edited it and then cut it out because that's when we started getting uh, Tipper Gores. We got to protect the children crap mm. the 80s and all that stuff no, you, you protect okay. the children by exposing them to reality that's how you protect children the, the thing that cracks me up though is they edited out that but not the psycho like cobra phantom ghosts not all of the drugging or anything like that that's the psycho blonde riding yeah. <laughs> shipwreck like yeah I, I, i'm guessing that maybe it was that probably was edited for time well, i think it was edited more for time than anything but yeah the fact that Maybe I I, I want to say it was edited for time, but there's also I think if I'm not mistaken, they also edited for the sake of um was it uh, re- repeatable offenses or something like that. One of the the standards and practice thing where a little kid is holding a rocket launcher, and so they kind of edited that part because well, little kids shouldn't play with guns, kind of a kind of a thing. So eh. it's not a little kid. <laughs> she was a cute little monster, a homicidal, <laughs> adorable little monster with a rocket launcher. <laughs> So great. Yeah. Uh, there was there was one part that I just saw my notes back on the flagship before they go back to the island. Roadblock and uh, Professor Mullaney are next to each other, and the professor's like, "Oh, won't you go help them?" And uh, Roadblock's like, "Yeah, we need we need to go. Um, we need to go." And the professor says to Roadblock, "Won't you do something?" And Roadblock's like. We may do a couple of things. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Where are you guys going? <laughs> now you go below and don't make a peep. You've just been rescued and you need your sleep. You you will do something though, won't you? Shucks, we may do a couple of things. <laughs> I, was like, I thought that was kind of weird. And then we, we this is the second instance where we got um the the uh professor was saying something and <laughs> And Roadblock's standing behind him. And as the professor's talking, right at the end of a sentence, Roadblock's mouth starts saying the exact same thing. 
It almost looked like he was mocking him, like standing behind him, like going, me, 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 me. Ah, look at me, I'm a professor. I know, I'm smart. I know things. <laughs> Seriously, you don't rhyme like when you talk. <laughs> you don't rhyme when you talk. <laughs> I thought that was a couple, couple little things there. So yeah, um, yeah, Polly, Polly zaps uh, his his imaginary family, and uh, Lady J and them show up and. You know, he's standing there staring at the house and Lady J says, you know, what's going on? Was there something important in that house? And he's like, just a dream. Yeah. Like, oh. And then G.I. Joe. <laughs> and, and here's the thing, again, from the episode where you bump into the woman that that, that Synthoid was based off oh, of. Mara? Yeah, Mara. Yeah, that, that, Mara. It, that is a continuation. He still is in love with her. Yep. I actually yeah. kind of wish they would have made another season off of this because when they did the the next season is when they added Serpentor and they kind of changed things around and they they sort of stopped a lot of this stuff, which was I think still that's fun. the start. Yeah, I think that's the start of the next season is a two parter like the yeah. rise of Serpentor. Yeah, so which is actually yeah. completely fun. I'm not judging it at all. <laughs> oh, we'll Serpentor actually is one of my favorite villain lines of all time. He actually picks up a dude and he just he goes. If I wanted your opinion, I'd beat it out of you. Mentor's <laughs> <laughs> <Perfect>. a blast. <laughs> that's like great. I'm like, that's for a kid's show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So when I when I first uh played this the first um uh part of this episode, I, I hadn't seen G.I. Joe in a long time. So that the opening to G.I. Joe, like was really super nostalgic for me. I really enjoyed that, um, that opening song. So I was like enjoying that, but there's a great little part in the opening that I never like really noticed before, I guess not. There's a part where somebody throws Destro out of a plane. Yes. <laughs> somebody catches him. Yes. Tosses him hot potato to another guy. Yes. That person catches him and tosses him hot potato onto another, hitting another dude with another dude. <laughs> I was like, what is that? that <laughs> I don't know if that's is... from an episode or what, but that was hilarious. No, that was, I, there's no episode where that happens. That is just a great moment in the opening where you're like, they're just having fun. <laughs> that's so great. Both the Joes and the animators, they're just oh. having fun. So this episode we have, we have to thank, um, Steve Gerber was the writer for this episode. And uh, I'm just going to. I'm just gonna give him a little golf clap for that because that was that was that was a lot of fun. I I can't remember the last time I watched an entirety of a GI Joe episode, but this was this was a really great one to get into. There wasn't as many, um, like I said, like this was really serious episodes. There wasn't a lot of like funny stuff to like make fun of, um, but there's a couple, and, and there wasn't like a lot of like um, animation errors either. There's a couple here and there, not too bad, but yeah, it was just it was a that was a solid episode i really enjoyed that oh yeah no there's that's that's that's, that's what i keep saying is I, I i get it it's a toy commercial i understand that but then a lot of people hear that and then they just they don't pay attention to the fact that there was quality fun stuff happening and yeah, yeah there's bs episodes but there's a number of these episodes that are just so fun like mm-hmm. i still from time to time uh watch uh, the original weather dominator and mm. um, a mass device both oh. of those miniseries are just okay they're a little rough in spots but they're so fun i get it they're fun <laughs> commercials, but i just don't care yeah they're silly and they're ridiculous and they're insanely entertaining even yeah. to this day 
And then you get stuff <laughs> like this where you're going like, there's a handful of these episodes in the in the season mm-hmm. that came after those two first miniseries yeah. that are like this, where it's just like, actually, this was really, considering this was supposed to be for kids, this is really tight, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was. There's a lot of stuff in here I was not expecting to see, and I'm glad that it was in there because that was really, really awesome. One of my um, again, this wasn't like you know, like a for a Halloween episode. Uh, it wasn't like super spooky. It wasn't like when we did Mummies Alive, uh, but it, it was just there was just such a such a psychological mind meld, you yeah. know, it, halfway through, and you're just like, what is going on? And I just think it, it pulled from a lot um, uh, the prisoner that show that you were talking about. So, um, of course, that makes me I, I got to go check that out now. Um, but pulling from something, you know, like that and also giving me vibes of like, like I said, like Silent Hill. And it gave me vibes of like Jacob's Ladder. Um, it was just I thought it was it, it, I, th- I thought it fit pretty well. Um, it was just I, a lot of fun. To, I believe it's to watch. on Tubi or one of the free streaming sites, but you can't oh, watch okay. The Prisoner. It is up. Okay. And, yeah, definitely and check I, that out. I put it down a little while ago. Um, mm-hmm. I never quite finished it. I've been meaning to restart back up on it again because it you got you have to be in the mood for 60s. It is pure <laughs> 60s spy television, mm-hmm. madcap, whack weirdness. And some <laughs> episodes are better than others. Some are amazing. Mm-hmm. Some are kind of like... Okay, yeah. um, but it is just when you see it, you'll just be like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that stuff, though. So do I, and it's 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 on my list of crazy crazy pants shows that I stick. It's it's like it's like Sapphire and Steel, just weird shows that you stick on every once in a while to be like, mm. "Dude, this is messed up," and I love it, <laughs> you know, just oh. because it's messed up. Yeah, I love I love psychological stuff, stuff that's like you don't know like what's going on, you don't know what's real, you don't know what's gonna happen, like where is this leading, what's gonna go, you know, who's you know who's real, who's not. Are you real? Like, am I real? Like, what's going on? I love okay. that kind of stuff. In that, in that case, also try Sapphire and Steel. Sapphire and Steel. I warn you on that one. It can be a little slow, mm-hmm. but it is. It is one of the most, me- and it, it's weirdly enough, you watch it and then you have to go, wait, this is a kid's show. And it was intended as a BBC kid's show. It oh, is wow. so screwed up. It is so mm-hmm. amazingly not really for kids. <laughs> it is, the idea is mad, is all the elements in all of reality has a entity that embodies them. Hmm. Silver, gold, uranium, blah, blah, blah. It's a living being somewhere. So Hmm. these things uh, sort of keep a hold of time to make sure that time doesn't break apart and reality remains in place. Yeah. So when bizarre, time, haunty, crazy, bizarre stuff happens, one of the teams that show up is Sapphire and Steel. Oh. And it's these two entities that are not human. They look mm. human, but they're not human. And they show up and it's these bizarre stories of them fixing reality as reality goes awry. Mm. And when I mean goes awry, I mean, you have to see it to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Be like, wait, what? So like <laughs> a season isn't at seven adventures in a row. A mm. season is a singular story. Oh, wow. 
And so every single season they have, and they're all different lengths, are mm-hmm. all these, there's this bizarre problem, and these alien entities known as Sapphire and Steel show up to try to fix reality. Oh. And they're, they're like great, that. but they're, they're like the prisoner where you're just like, this is so screwed up. Someone was high. Someone <laughs> was really high when they this. <laughs> Those are the best shows. And <laughs> Somebody <it> shows. was smoking <laughs> something. <laughs> oh, well, this has been... Yeah. This has been a great. Um, you guys have any final thoughts on this episode before we wrap it up? Uh, yo, Joe. <laughs> yo, <laughs> just yo, Joe. <laughs> yeah, every time I think of G.I. Joe, I always, and for some reason, I, I always get fixated on that very close to the end part where he's at the sink with the match and Polly's there. Like, like every time I think of this episode, that's where my brain goes for some weird reason. I don't know why that that singular part gets stuck in my head for some reason. <laughs> but yeah, this is a, this was a good, I love that this was a, a two parter. You know, we had this nice time to talk about this yeah. huge episode here. Uh, I love it. It's, um, it's, it's freaky, spooky. It's great for Halloween. Right on. Right on. <laughs> All right, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, again, everybody, my name is Jay with Retropop Gaming. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and right here on the Saturday Morning Beefcast with my ghost hosts. <laughs> Eric and Lashina Whalen from Super Secret Project. Uh, you all have yourself a great time. <laughs> Yo, Joe, have a good Halloween. Eat lots of candy. We'll see you guys next time. Catch you later. Ghost. Oh. Mad scientists, weird people out. <laughs> blob, blob, G.I. Joe blobs out. <laughs> <laughs>